0: You shit! (laughs) Yeah! How dare you!
1: on the air you assholes my name is darian i've returned for another week of horror business and stuff and things and all of the things my main man buddy is also back hey what's up buddy oh not much i missed your smiling face my man (laughs) i've been dealing with curmudgeony old jason for a while (laughs) i need i need some positivity i I need somebody to (laughs) stop telling me what a dumb fuck (laughs) i am
2: now it feels good to be back. Good to have you, my yeah. man. What's mm-hmm. what's new? What did we miss? Uh, the last couple weeks, just working a lot. I that's, figured that. Yeah, that's that's really what I've been up to.
1: Yeah, you look miserable,
2: bud. You do <laughs> a little tired today. You're totally tired. <laughs> yeah.
1: Weasel, did you did you get an actual day off anytime?
2: Uh, last weekend, if you have
1: to think about it, then probably <laughs> <Yeah>. not.
2: <laughs> last weekend, oh, you know what? Huh. I I took uh, my daughter on one of our chapter rides. Oh, very cool. Yeah, yeah. It was a um, uh, they called it new member rides. Okay, um, I've already been on a few rides with them, but this is like Brianna's first one. Yeah, and uh, so. Uh, yeah, they do like the little instruction, you know, Hey, this is what you're, what to expect, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then of course, as a passenger, you don't just get to sit back there and, and do nothing. Yeah. You now have a job just like the single riders, oh, which is, you know, flashing like, you know, Hey, this is a single lane, you know, split yeah. lane and all that, or not split lane. We don't do that here in Nevada. Right. Um, but, um, yeah, so all the, all those symbols and slow down, speed up emergency vehicles, you know, stuff like that. And then stop for ice cream. Very nice. Yes. At Coldstone. A, Coldstone, Which yeah. one? Uh, the one on um, Plum. The one on Plum. Yeah. Okay. Over, by the, over Shopper, by the mall.
1: Shopper Square. It used to be yeah. Shopper Square. Very cool. Yep. Yeah. So she has a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, she loved it. Cool. Yeah.
1: Very cool. I mm-hmm. could see her getting into something like that. Oh, yeah. I've Not that her... I'm saying your daughter's going to be like a biker babe or something. Because, you know, they have <laughs> like a lot of hot dogs hanging from... The strings, the eating, competitions. Right. I'm not saying that's the road your daughter's going to go down. At least I hope not.
2: I hope not either. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I know she loves being on the back of a bike.
1: Right on, man. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good yeah, stuff. Good memories. We're, yeah, right on. Mm-hmm. I am also exhausted, buddy. Yeah? Let me tell you about my weekend. Hmm. Saturday, soccer game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Probably about 12.30. Sunday, football game. Daphne, football game. Deacon. Football game, Daphne. Football wow. game, Deacon. I'm coaching all four of those football games. Mm. I was on the field for four hours. I got wow. to go pee once. No, and no. that was it. Of those four games that I coached, how many do you think I won? All of them. One. Oh, I won one of them. I feel like a piece of shit, buddy. <laughs>
2: well, you know what happens. Right? Son of a bitch. <laughs>
1: Well the worst part is though is that after the soccer game on Saturday is one of what well, we do like this big July birthday for everybody. Mm-hmm. And our friend lives in an apartment, so we just had a big pool party. Nice. So we all went down there, stayed there till like eleven thirty, like a bunch of assholes. Wow. I did keg stands, buddy. What I did a keg stand <laughs> and then I was thrown into a swimming pool because I'm an adult and that's what adults do.
2: It sounds like you're pulling Frank the tank there. For I, yeah, I was. I
1: was. I'm like, oh it's so good in my mouth. Oh, let me go come and go again. It's great. Stupid, man. And then of course because I, we have had all the kids down. There. Like, half the kids from the football team are also kids of the people Mm -hmm. at the pool party. So pretty much the whole football team was there (laughs) until, like, 1130 to include my daughter. Mm -hmm. And then we had to get up early the next morning. No wonder I lost three fucking games, buddy. Oh, man. I take no responsibility. (laughs) (laughs) It's my own fault. I have nobody to blame but myself, sons of bitches. Uh, Well, we got a regular horror show to get into here, uh, my friends. Obviously, Jason Harrell is not with us, unfortunately. Maybe next week, maybe not People, when you get to be his age You know, you gotta kind of Take the good days and the bad Mm -hmm. And if he's having a bad day We gotta just let him sit and complain about things Uh, Mainly kids and people on his front lawn And things like that I don't want that He doesn't want to come over here I'm not gonna make him Uh, and he may have ran out of adult diapers also, so (laughs) I don't think any of us want that business going on. Yeah. But we do have a regular horror show to get into here, buddy, Mm -hmm. and it's not just Jason's diapers. Uh, how about we start things off with a little horror news, amigo?
2: Oh, Yeah. (laughs) horror news
1: yes sir what do you got there big fella
2: all right seven new horror movies releasing this week including a 24's acclaimed talk to me you ready for the list i'm ready all right so these are all horror horror releasing july 25th to july 30th all right All right, first up, a tragedy leads two dysfunctional families to intertwine in disturbing ways in Screambox's exclusive Repulse, which is now streaming on the bloody disgusting powered platform. Okay. Heard of this one?
1: I've heard of it, yes. Yeah,
2: not me. Uh, Wild Eye, releasing and directing John McGloyer, have unleashed Luigi Shark 2 today which is a sequel i didn't even know there was a part one there
1: was either i have no interest in seeing either one of
2: them right to the first film back in 2020 the film is next headed to blu-ray on august 15th
1: ouija shark everybody that's
2: right because reminder it is shark week this week after all
1: yes it is
2: (laughs) all right resident evil franchise is back this week with capcom's new animated movie resident evil death island unleashed onto digital outlets along with 4k and blu-ray today
1: i'm gonna take a hard pass on that one
2: yeah 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 me too i'm not big in animated stuff
1: Ah, we tried it remember we did a whole month of it like a year ago yeah fucking wacky
2: Move over Ouija boards. The newest Occult Party game is here. A24's critically acclaimed new horror movie, Talk to Me, will release exclusively in movie theaters on Friday, July 28th. I am excited for this. I saw the trailers. I do want to see this movie.
1: I am kind of...
2: I hope they didn't show the best parts in the trailer. That's
1: one of my, <laughs> one of my concerns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that hand thing looks kind of silly yeah to be honest with you yeah it, it kind of looked- reminds
2: me there's like this sci-fi like movie where the guys say was like this i think it was Ernest, like one of those <laughs> sounds <about> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <something> like that <laughs> <those Ernest> movies. <laughs> Yeah,
1: i could see that
2: uh disney's haunted mansion opens up for business and theaters on july 28th director justin Seaman's brand new live action adaptation of the popular theme park attraction that looks pretty good
1: you had me at siemens
2: <laughs> <laughs> simians <Siemens. laughs> nicholas cage stars alongside joel kinnaman in the physical uh, psychological thriller sympathy for the devil uh which rlje films will release exclusively in theaters on july 28th okay i didn't know anything about this one so i'm kind of curious
1: i imagine nicholas cage is going to play the devil
2: Oh, man, that would be awesome.
1: It was He was pretty good as Dracula, yeah. I thought. Yeah. Very silly, but still pretty yeah, good. Yeah, very silly.
2: Yeah. Uh, Blue Fox Entertainment is getting a set to unleash Greg Pritikin's The Mistress, which is a supernatural haunter that will be opening in theaters and on VOD on Friday, July 28th. I'm interested in that one. Mm-hmm. That
1: one looks pretty good.
2: Yes, me too. So that's it on those. And the, on the small screen this week, don't forget that The Witcher Season 3, Volume 2, premieres on July 27th, while Peacock's Twisted Metal series also premieres this Thursday.
1: I'm into that. Yes. I'm looking forward to that.
2: Mm-hmm. It almost
1: looks more like a comedy. Yeah, Twisted it does. Metal, which yeah. is okay. I'm all right with that. Oh, yeah. M- that maybe shot. they'll have
2: like one of those power drill guitars.
1: Oh, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's one of my favorites.
2: <laughs> yeah. Right. All right that's all I
1: got. What do you got? I tell you what, my friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking at the wrong page. Okay. So let's start with <laughs> uh, the right page. Which is way over here. And then I will tell you that uh, Yellow Jackets, Season 2, is getting a physical release this October.
2: I saw the very first episode of Season 1. I liked it, but I have not seen any other sense.
1: I'm excited for this for two reasons. I've never seen it, but I've heard good things. Number mm-hmm. one. Number two, uh, that's a Showtime original, Yellow Jackets. Mm. So if it's getting a physical release, that's something that we, we're not getting anymore. It's physical releases. right? So if it's getting a physical release, either A physical media is making a comeback or B hmm. it's just that good that they think they can squeeze an extra couple bucks out of it.
2: I'm going to say it's just that good. I I hope mean, maybe so. it's both.
1: Yeah, I hope so. I'm mm-hmm. into it either way. I'll check it out. Uh, what else we got here? American horror story season 12 oh trailers are out. <laughs> you believe it's been 12 fucking years. Actually <laughs> right. it's been like 15. Yeah. Cause they mm-hmm. took two years off for COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's titled Delicate. Oh boy! I watched the trailer. It doesn't show you a fucking thing okay. about what the season's going to be about or Good. what we're doing, All or right. where we're going. So
2: I haven't seen the trailer. So
1: okay, I, can, I would love to give you some insight <laughs> on it, but I, I can't really say anything. Huh. It's really just a lady screaming.
2: Oh, okay. And it says Lovely.
1: AHS Delicates. Okay, delightful. Thank hmm. you very much for that. Hopefully, it's Fuckers. not into politics. Ah, uh, I'm two seasons behind. Yeah, I have not seen Double Feature or NYC. Okay. So what you can expect, though, is some gay stuff. There's always plenty of gay stuff in American horror story. Not that that's necessarily a bad thing, but uh, you get some of that. You probably get like a weird marital infidelity kind of a thing. Uh, Might be some – there's going to be a lot of sex, which is weird for a network show. Mm -hmm. But they find interesting ways for you to beat off to it. Right. So there's that. Uh, the Exorcist Believer. Ooh, what's this? This is the beginning of the new Exorcist trilogy, my friend. Whoa, the beginning. The beginning. Three oh, movies. Okay. So this is what they're calling a reimagining of the original Exorcist. Oh. Uh, it's already got a theatrical trailer out. Okay. You can only see it in theaters. So there's that, Ooh. the trailer. So uh, either way, it's out there somewhere if somebody wants to check that shit out. Here's something I am a little a little hard in the pants for. Oh, Yeah. A couple weeks ago, I mentioned a, um, a Witchboard remake. Mm. Trailers are out for the Witchboard remake, buddy. Wow. I checked it out. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look nearly as corny as the original Witchboard. That's good. So there's that. Darker? Darker. Uh, yes. Looks more like a horror movie. Nice. The original Witchboard had some very silly things going on. But it was ni- it's Kevin Tenney, 1985, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um. So, what do you? It's
2: fitting for that era.
1: Yeah, this looks very much more cynical. Nice. And uh, the, okay, so the original—you've seen the original yes. watch board. That was about a Ouija board, right? This thing is about a board. Um, it's not a Ouija board. It's some kind of like a round thing, and there's like a pendulum that swings over it, oh. and that's how the fucking thing talks to you or wow. something. It's a whole other thing. Very cool. Whole other thing going on there. Huh. Uh, I'm psyched for that. Lastly, are you a big fan of the boys? Uh yeah, I've are. watched one episode. Yeah. I'm not talking about the show there, buddy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? i is- talking about boys, <laughs> <buddy>. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm talking about the show I had you going, though. Uh hey, what the hell are you talking hey, about? Hey, this just got weird. Yeah, well, am I the
2: right podcast? <laughs> What's <up>, happening <laughs> here? Uh,
1: the boys' spinoff is titled Gen V, and it is going to release to Amazon Prime in September. Huh. Watch the first season of The Boys, meaning to catch up on it.
2: Okay.
1: It looks cool. Yeah? The Uh,
2: the V, Gen V, whatever?
1: And uh, I think Homelander is going to be part of Mortal Kombat. Whoa. I think he's going to be a downloadable character for Mortal Kombat 1. Wow. I could be wrong. There's a lot of... You know, when Hmm. Mortal Kombat comes out, there's always this rumor mill that spins about... What all characters are coming. It's going to be Pennywise, and then it's going to be the chick from... uh, uh, sex in the city, she's gonna be in there. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> yeah. So who knows? It could be horse shit. Right. I don't know why Sarah Jessica Parker would be in Mortal Kombat, yeah. but right on that's all I got on the horror news there, you maniac. You all ready right. for some listener mail? You betcha. Let's get down to business here, buddy. Listener mail. Yeah, buddy. We got emails and voicemails and all kinds of fun stuff going on here, buddy. All right. Let's kick things off in Southern California. Here comes our main man and president of my personal fan club, Tony. Hey, Tony. Hey, Tony. Oh, that's a nice one. Yeah. <laughs> The things this guy does with my picture is really amazing. Th- I think this he should start like an art gallery or something. Oh, my goodness. that is a good one. <laughs> yeah, that's a good that one. That is an overweight Darian without any tattoos, which is something you don't see anymore, in a Santa hat playing with my nipples. Wow. Thank you very much for that, Tony. That's yeah. a nice one. Yeah. to show that one to the wife later. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Here's
2: a new calendar. Here you are,
1: Darian. uh Subject line, Darian is a turd. Greetings, padded room. I don't have time for Darian's bullshit today, so let's get to it. Terra Dome. I haven't seen either one of these films, but Pinker is played by Mitch Pileggi and Walter Skinner is an underrated TV actor, so give Pinker the win. Hmm. All right, hold on there, Tony. <clears throat> Let me get you set up here for the Terra Dome and give you two for Horace Pinker. Uh, buddy, who do you think would win in a fight between Horace Pinker, the villain from Shocker, And Emmerich Belasco, who was the ghost villain from The Legend of Hell House.
2: I'm going to say Pinker.
1: Figured you'd say that. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be a very one-sided match this week. And mates, I took Belasco and I stand by it. (laughs) No particular reason. Uh, the Mutilator was great for what it was. When I started the movie, though, the opening song with to go along with the title showing Fall Break hmm. thought I was watching the wrong movie. I thought that that took, I don't know why it's called Fall Break in the movie and then actually titled The Mutilator, but all right. Right. That song 100% matches the era, but does not go with that film. Most of the kills were decent enough. The best one was Mike getting gutted with the boat motor. I bet that is the face that Darian makes when he's jerking it to Buddy's erotic readings. (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't want to brag there, Tony. Uh, Three on a meat hook, cult movies. There is definitely a difference between a coven and a cult. Cults usually have a charismatic leader and there is a religious idea. UFOs, God, the devil, the leader of said cult. Covens are people with shared interests, usually witches, but no truly identified higher purpose. Anyway, I have a difficult time picking three, so here are some that I don't think anyone mentioned. Number three, Starry Eyes. Hmm. For vomiting maggots. The main actress isn't too bad, and she vomited those maggots in real life. Ugh! That's gross. Really? Uh, that is a good show, though. Yeah, have you seen Starry Eyes?
2: Yeah. Uh, I, the, the, actually, those are real maggots?
1: I mean, they looked pretty real to me. Wow. I thought she just kind of spat them out. Apparently, she swallowed them and... Brought them back up.
2: A little epic God,
1: That's going above and beyond right there, buddy. <laughs> Worth every penny. Hmm. Uh, number two, the perfection. Sex cults are the best kind of cults. I agree, mm. and that would be my selling point for my cult. <laughs> right. Breast implants and, uh, I don't know, Spanish fly or something?
2: Spanish fly? Yeah. <laughs> BBL? S- supposed
1: to, Yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, number one, The Sacrament. Pretty good show. Oh, Most yeah. watchers should already know what's it's going to happen. I like the aspect of it being shot as a vice story. Mm-hmm. Honorable mention, The Endless is pretty good. Independent horror movie. Eyes Wide Shut isn't horror, but it's rewatchable. And you can beat off to Eyes Wide Shut anytime you like. Mm -hmm. Right on, Tony. That's it for Tone. Right on. Thanks for the artwork, by the way, my friend. Yeah. I'll make sure that gets uh, to a men's room (laughs) near you.
2: (laughs) For a good time call. For a good time call.
1: (laughs) Darian Claus. Santa Darian. He he he!
2: <laughs> drill a hole in the side of the <laughs>
1: oh, stall. <york>. Ew! <laughs> you didn't have to take it there, buddy. Damn! <laughs> <clears throat> we got some voicemails here, hombre. All right. Let's see who we got on the uh, mental health hotline this week. How about we start things off with our main man in Alabama? Here comes Alan. Hey, Alan. Added Room, what's up? What's What's up, Alan? Doing good. So, um Dome. Yeah, what do you think? Give me Horace Pinker. Yeah shit. Um Meat Hunt Colt movie.
3: Number one, I'm gonna go The Sacrament.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Love
3: that movie. It's a good show. Number two, I'm gonna go um George Salem. And number three The original Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> okay. I have no
1: idea who Mr. Darian is. That's <laughs> uh, a, it's a, yeah. a good one. Talk to you later. That's uh, a hard one. I wouldn't have thought to go Conan the Barbarian. No. Cult, but that snake hey, you know? snake worshiper, James Earl Jones, for mm-hmm. Christ's sakes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know hey, what else you call them, fits. but some kind of barbarian tribe yeah. of giant snake people hmm Nasty. Right on. Thanks for calling in, Alan. Uh, back to Southern California. Here comes Mr. Tom Hardy.
3: Hey! hey. How's
1: my favorite degenerate system? I'm here. Yeah. We're I made
3: it. hope you all are doing well. I wanted to check in with you real quick. Get in on the meat hook. Yeah, there. what do you think, uh, buddy? What do we got? Um, the bait
1: oh, Okay, all right, all right. All meat right.
3: right. Huh. Cult clip. Right? Yes, sir. So, all right.
1: Okay.
3: I, yeah, I just, I don't got a whole lot in the cult Luke, All right. I'll I say Children of the Corn. Okay. Just hmm. Because I haven't seen that flick in forever and I remember it being good, even though everybody tells me now that movie sucks uh, now. That's I some know. weird stuff there. Um, for number two, uh, let me put in, I don't know if this will fly or not, uh, but let me put in Sisteria sure uh it's kind of a witch movie but they're a cult right yeah why if not if it doesn't fly give me hot fuzz. you got to give me hot buzz hot, that f- that.
0: hot hot fuzz. <laughs> and then
3: the number one cult flick for myself got to be that uh the babysitter oh yeah that flick was fucking great today. yeah yeah i know it is what it is i fucking loved it. i liked flick. it a lot
1: the second one was all right
3: the yeah. nah, one i still like but first one that's a good play i'm gonna
1: agree with you um, mm-hmm.
3: You know, on the uh, what are you looking at
1: department? Yeah, what do you got? I got to
3: catch that uh, Bigfoot movie.
1: Uh, exists. That's a good one. Hm. I
3: thought it was all right. I liked it. Uh, one of the things I was kind of surprised was how much they showed the fucking monster. Yeah. And I know that's always like a gripe of um, like found footage flicks. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. By the end of that one, there it was kind of. It's that same, okay, why are you still recording? It's the middle <laughs> of the fucking day. Yeah. You don't need that. You know, you, you can always get away with, oh, we're using the camera because it has night light. The light, sure. Or we're using the camera because there's a flashlight attached to it. But that one there, there was no, there was no call to why they were still recording. But they, I don't know, all in all, I still, it's a pretty good movie. But, yeah, uh, I liked it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a big Bigfoot guy. Uh, the other quick I got to catch was, uh. Rob Zombies, 31. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And I got to say, I, I enjoyed this one here. I know I'm late to the party. This is the first time watching. I'm oh, not wow. mad at um, it. But I, I thought it was pretty good, man. I, I, you know, Zombie for me is like hitting this. Uh-huh. This one was pretty good. Uh, I was digging it all. Didn't really care for the end. Uh, I almost felt like he was trying to recreate the... Uh, the ending from uh, not Three from Hell and not House of a Thousand Corpses. The one in the Rejects. middle. The flick in the middle. Devils Rejects. Devils Rejects. Like an ending like that. Yeah. How iconic that one is. I can't remember the name of the fucking flick. Devils I'm sure Rejects. I'm saying it right now. Devils Rejects. But um, yeah, so I, I all in all, I gotta say I liked the flick. Just didn't care <clears throat> too much for the actual ending.
1: Fair enough. GP'd, of course. mm Hmm. He brings up an interesting point about the found footage gimmick of using the camera as a light, like you like you can't see unless you're recording right. for some reason. <laughs> um, it's fine; it's a plot device. But right. there's actually a pretty good show out there called, I think it was called Nightlight,
2: hmm.
1: and it's about these kids that go on a camping trip. And the entire there's never I don't think there's ever a camera meant. It's found footage, but there's never a camera mentioned. Um, But the entire film is shot from this perspective of a young lady's flashlight. So as she's shining the light around, the camera is moving with the flashlight. So that's kind of cool. And then she drops it, and then she uses it to fight off a guy at one point. Hmm. And then it flickers in and out because the batteries or whatever. Uh, Yeah, it's kind of a cool thing. Hmm. Uh, He called back. All right. Mm G-motherfucking-peed. Baby.
3: G-motherfucking-peed.
1: Woo, woo. Hell yeah.
3: Uh, so I was saying, that kind of led me down a little rabbit hole. I don't know, after I watch a zombie flick, I always got to start listening to fucking classic rock on repeat. Sure. And I did that, and I came across, I don't know if you've ever heard this, huh. this song by the uh, L.A. Rats. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm not to you right heard now, of no. Before. It's the Rob Zombie Supergroup. Or it's like Rob Zombie, John Five, Nicky Six. Oh I don't know, I think the drummer wow. from like Cinderella or some fucking thing. Okay. But anyway, it's a remake of that I've been everywhere song. And huh. uh, I, uh fucking if everywhere. you listen to it and it is just like so fucking Rob Zombie. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just sounds so Rob Zombie. I would imagine and so. I was yeah. thinking about it. I I want a whole new album. A fucking Rob Zombie covering like sixties and seventies fucking classic rock hits. Okay, you where know, we chosen those. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want a yeah. fucking album of just Zombie covering seventies hits, covering Golden Earring and fucking <laughs> I don't know Kansas. And R. I'd R. buy and it. Yeah, I, would, I would definitely buy it. But, uh, anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, the taragum. Got to get in on the fucking terigome. Oh, yeah. Give it to my boy, Horace Tinker. Yeah, I knew oh, that was man. coming. If
1: Billy really doesn't it. take it, it's got to be Horace. Oh. That shit. Hold on. Ah, I just cut him off. I bumped the phone, and it cut you off, Tom Hardy. I think you were right about it. Well, the only
3: person that could take down Horace Tinker has got to be Meat Cleaver Max. Who I think they're the Meat same Cleaver
1: fucking Max? actor, but anyway. Follow- oh, oh, I know I who that, you, that is by now meet cleaver max it's from uh, the horror show played oh. by uh byron what was his name uh played by that one guy that was in uh all, all those 80, he was in tango uh, was he in tango and cash he was in uh the fifth element byron something australian guy had a very like discernible face he was so that was uh, i'm gonna go off on a tangent here but uh mm-hmm. i know i know who meet cleaver max is there Mr. Hardy, and I'm going to put you down for Horace Pinker. Bang, bang. Right on. And that is all we have on the listener mail there, buddy. Do you have anything for Tony, Alan, or Tom Hardy?
2: Thanks, everybody, for calling and writing again.
1: Love you, dudes. Uh, yeah. Man. yeah. Excellent. Uh, If you feel like getting a hold of us inmates, just go to paddedroompodcast.com. You'll find an email link there. You can click that. Or you can mail us at mail at paddedroompodcast.com. Or you can call the mental health hotline, area code 775-387-0275. But now, buddy, it's movie time. Yeah.
3: What do you say? Four days of R&R at the beach. Hi, man. She's in. I'm in. Sounds good to me. I got a bad feeling about this. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time.
0: They thought their vacation would be fun. They were wrong.
3: Dead wrong. He's what's called a trophy hunter. Boom, 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 boom. Dad used to tell me that he'd hunted everything but man.
0: Hey!
3: I'm coming to get you! was Murder, The Mutilator.
1: The Mutilator, buddy. Yeah. 1984, 5.2 stars on IMDb. Written and directed by Buddy Cooper. Uh, Stars Matt Mittler, Ruth Martinez, and Bill Hitchcock. This one is rated TVMA, but it it probably should be rated R. I'm not sure what yeah. the difference is between those two, to be honest with you. Mm. Something. I think one of them is like a TV rating. The other one's a movie rating. Maybe. TVMA. Yeah, maybe. Uh, whatever. I don't care. Um, this one is uh, its pretty wacky. I'll be honest with you. This is the first time I've ever seen this movie all the way through. Okay, me too. I've started it quite <laughs> a few times and made it to like the 25-minute mark, and I'm like, this is fucking stupid. This, it's tough. But it's a teenage rom-com. Mm-hmm. you know and that's like the first half of your movie yes which is weird it's weird because you start the movie there's like a little opening scene that I'll get into in a second and then the title placard comes up and the movie is called Fall Break and there's even a Fall Break theme song Fall Break we're going to have a good time mm-hmm. Fall Break and it, it's very 80s the guy it's got a catchy tune come yeah this is back in 1984 when every movie came with its own song. Right. You don't get that anymore. Mm-hmm. You just get like a, a dubstep track over, <laughs> over the opening credits. Right. That's it. That's all you get, man. Uh, our movie starts with a flashback sequence there, buddy. Uh, you got a uh, seemingly well-to-do family in the early 1980s, clearly. and uh, the, the Like a big house, presumably out in the woods somewhere. Mom is cooking dinner. A little boy, probably about nine or ten, is cleaning his dad or is getting ready to clean all of his dad's guns. Mm -hmm. And you know he's going to do that because right before he does, he takes a sign and he hangs it up on the gun case that says "Happy Birthday, Daddy! All guns cleaned by me, Ed Mm Junior." And then he takes the first gun out and starts fucking around with it, and immediately blows his mom to (laughs) smithereens through (laughs) the wall. (laughs) Complamo. Well, we fucked that up, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Ah, uh, shit. And then, of course, Dad comes home, and we get some weird stuff here. First thing Dad does is throw his son a quick roundhouse chop to the face. Yeah. Clearly for blasting up Mom and killing her. And then he drags Mom's body into the study, I guess, where he pours some liquor down Mom's throat and then pours himself a couple of pops and then puts the "Happy Birthday, Daddy" sign on dead mom. That was weird. Very strange. I don't know if that was an attempt to cover up the make it look like a suicide. Yeah,
2: that's what I was. I was I thinking.
1: Don't understand how? But
2: they didn't show him like propping the gun up on her. Or no, anything, in the so.
1: she was shot in the back. buddy that's how does that make a lick of sense to anybody
2: yeah
1: well clearly she was cleaning the guns and shot herself in the back
2: yeah she was probably scratching her back that's what it was (laughs) yeah this 12
1: gauge fully loaded shotgun with the safety yeah uh maybe she had a mirror or something yeah
2: (laughs) is this a pimple
1: (laughs) boom Damnest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's one way to get rid of it, though. Yeah, <laughs>
1: hey. For the purposes of this movie, we have to assume that whatever he did worked. Because now we're going to cut to about uh, 16, 17 years later. We're going to catch up with Ed Jr., who's now in college. And uh, I guess in college they get a fall break. Did you ever have a fall break when you were in school? Yeah. You did? Mm-hmm. I never had one. Oh, I had, we got two weeks for uh, Christmas, one week for spring break, and that was it. But then we got three months off for some Yeah, we
2: had like one week off.
1: Yeah? That was it. We never got. We didn't do that here in Nevada. Yeah, it
2: was really weird because we go to school like three or four days, whatever it was, yeah. and all of a sudden we had a week off. Nice. Yeah, and then right back to
1: school. Nice. Mm-hmm. That would have been nice. We didn't get that. <laughs> Must be a everywhere but here thing. All right, well, that's what we're doing. We're, they're on fall break in this uh, we're in the East Coast. This whole movie was shot in North Carolina, so that maybe it's an East Coast thing or a everywhere but Nevada thing this fall break. Uh, so now the, they're, on, they're, they're college kids uh, and he's at the local watering hole drinking with his compadres. and they're all complaining that they don't have anything to do or anywhere to go on their fall break. Oh, God, another boring fall break. What are we going to do? I'm going to try and beat a, the high score at the video game over there. I'm going to go sit in my room and collect dust. Bo. Oh. And they're kind of like blaming each other. We have three couples here, buddy. We have uh, Mike and Linda, who are the horny ones. Ed and Pam. Ed is the kid that we just got out of the flashback of. And then we have Ralph and Sue, who are the funny ones. So... That's where the, – the, those are the – that's the crux of our main body count right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, oddly enough, the phone rings at the bar. Apparently, Ed Jr. spends a lot of time at this bar because his dad knows exactly which bar he's at and the number there and how to get a hold of him. Yeah. So his dad calls him there at the bar, and uh, the bartender's like, hey, Ed Jr., you got, a, you got a phone call. So he goes and talks to his dad on the phone. Now – his dad says, hey, dude, I need you to go to the uh, uh, beach cabin and get it winterized because, you know, we're done using it for the summer season and the fishing season. So you go up there and you, you got to turn the water off. You got to, I don't know, whatever else you do, like make sure all the windows are closed or something. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, get up there and, and get it done. And he's like, no, dad, I can't. I can't. Too much work. Uh So he writes all the list of his to-dos down, and then he goes back to his friends, and he's like, Oh, God, my dad wants me to go to the beach house and turn the water off. Oh, you own a beach house. I know. How did the the conversation of what we're doing on fall break ever even come up? Right. We're going to the fucking beach house, man. We own a beach house. Let's go there. Right. We can get drunk and have sex with each other on the beach. (laughs) It's a beach house. That's Mm -hmm. what you do. You're in college. Anyway, I don't know why I'm the only one that's p- figuring this out. You, me, and you, right, buddy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, at all his friends. <laughs> well, true, that's true. Because <laughs> that junior's like, I gotta go to the bathroom. I'm not doing this. And he crinkles up the list and leaves it on the table. Uh, once he leaves the table, the friends look at the list and they're like, "Lock the door." He can't handle locking the door. Right. <laughs> Come on. So he comes to sits down. He's like, "Hey, I think we can handle this to do list there." Ed Jr., let's go to your beach house. And he's like, oh, no, guys. And then reluctantly, he agrees. Mm. Agrees, And then from there, we get a uh, road trip 80s kids convertible montage. Yeah. Fall break, gonna have a good time. Fall break, fall break. <laughs> Woo!
2: <laughs> it might me like one of those old TV shows. Oh, yeah, easily. I was like, what the? Oh. Like the f-
1: opening to Family Ties <laughs> or something. Yeah. What do we do, baby? <laughs> Without love. <laughs> uh, and it's it's a good time. The kids are, uh, you know, doing Chinese fire drills at red lights. And then, uh, you know, one of them gets out to pee and they act like they're going to drive off and leave him. So he's got to catch up with his wiener out. And uh, eventually they stop at a convenience store and they think they con the old man behind the counter into a 10% discount. But really all they do is con themselves into buying another six-pack of beer. Mm-hmm. Um Eventually, after all of this horse shit, they finally get to the beach house. Beautiful place, beautiful house. Yeah. Right there on the beach. But if you look at that scene when they pull up, it looked like the beach house was right in the middle of a trailer park, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird. Yeah. I don't know what kind of zoning laws they have in North Carolina. Apparently, you just put your trailer wherever the hell you want. <laughs> yeah. That's where you live now.
2: <laughs> it's probably <laughs> the actors' trailers that they backed uh, up probably. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Get that shit out of the shot, You're man. too close to the set. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> too close to the set. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, whatever. They get there and the first thing they realize is that the front door to the beach house is wide open. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, that's weird. But Ed Jr. is oddly at peace with this. He's like, oh, you know, my dad probably just left. And he might have left uh, a couple weeks ago or a couple hours ago. Uh, it's nothing. There's nobody up here. This is, va- this is a vacation, you know, part of the town. Mm-hmm. And that season is over. So much like what we saw in the beach house Cape Cod. Just a ghost town. Yeah. So they're in there. They're poking around. Um, Via this very quick and shabby tour of the place, we're going to realize that Ed Sr., Ed Jr.'s dad, is a bit of a weirdo there, buddy. Mm -hmm. Uh, For example, he apparently was at one point part of a boating accident where he ran a guy over with his boat and instead of helping the guy he jumped out and took pictures of the guy that he ran over and had him framed and now he's got pictures of this mangled dude inside his, his yeah inside his beach house <laughs> now i'm not a criminal attorney but if i were <laughs> yeah, i would certainly that's incriminating <laughs> i would certainly consider that evidence yeah that's just me uh, he's got that he's got like a weird zulu warrior mask Uh, Ed Jr. is pretty sure he stole it while he was on Expedition. Uh, He's got a – he throws like these – I don't know. They were like metal spikes and he managed to stick one right to the wall. So he framed it and left it in the wall. Yeah. That's – that's – Fucking classic!
2: <laughs> yeah, just take the frame and put it over. Yeah, it's like it is. really. That's, <laughs>
1: sounds like something I would do when I was twenties. <laughs> yeah, I'm living with my loser friends <laughs> in the garage. Yeah, ooh, ooh, No, don't touch it! Don't touch it! Frame right. on it! You fucking loser! <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, he's got a bunch of uh, like shark uh, jaws uh, teeth mm-hmm. things. Um, he's got a suspiciously missing battle axe. Yeah, buddy, and we'll we'll realize that because there's a big. Uh, like dust outline of a battle axe on the wall, but no battle axe on the wall. So mm-hmm. uh, Pam's like, hey, what was here? And Ed Jr.'s like, oh, that's my dad's most prized possession. This battle axe. She's like, great, where is it? Oh, he probably took it with him. Somebody broke in here, Ed. And he's like, oh, no, I'll, I'll, no, he probably just took it with him. No, the door was open and now there's shit missing. Somebody clearly broke in here. Ed is very uh, nonchalant about yeah. the possibility of that. He's like, well, okay, I'll call I'll call Big Ed in the morning, and we'll see if he took it with him. And if not, then I'll call the cops. So, all right. From there, we get our standard party montage. Uh, beers being opened. A monopoly being played. Mm-hmm. A wild bunch, these, three, these six. Right. Uh, a lot of inappropriate humor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then eventually, um, Mike and Linda decide they're going to go for a walk and further... Check out the house. Mm-hmm. They make their way out to what I believe is a tool, either a garage or a tool shed. And if you're watching this scene, you'll notice that they walk around and point out every single weapon that somebody is going to get murdered with later in the movie. Look at this boat motor thing over here. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, look at this big hook. It's a big giant hook. And it. what do they use that for? I don't know. Hey, here's some more of those sharp throwy thingies. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Alright, that's fine That's what you did in the 80's You had to point out Oh, look at this uh, loose electrical wiring Hope I don't get electrocuted later Whoa, is that a giant bear trap? I better avoid that when I'm drunk <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> stupid Oh, it's good times And then um, there's like a little side room They're just on the point of checking out the side room And possibly having sex mm-hmm. in the side room when uh, Ralph pops out and he's like, hey, guys, let's get back to the game. And they go back upstairs and they continue playing their game on Monopoly. Uh, more beers being open, more bad dancing, more party montage. Now Mike and Linda decide it's time to f- finish closing escrow. So mm-hmm. they're going to go for a quote-unquote walkout on the beach with their genitalia is what's, what's happening there, buddy. Uh, they go walking out there. We get a little friendly grab-ass on the beach some soft jazz in the background little little pan flute because that's what you got in the 80s okay if you weren't making love to pan flute, you weren't doing it right right buddy that's probably how I was conceived. <laughs> you too probably um, eventually they happen upon this bizarro pool tent situation yeah it looked like a pool in a bubble really
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's like a nice pool. Had like this weird greenhouse thing over it. But they just let themselves right in. No mention as to who this property belongs to. Like, hey, let's go on in there. They go in. They turn the lights on. Like, hey, let's go ahead and go for a dip in the pool here. So they strip down and Mm -hmm. start again with the jazz flute and the pan, you know, soft (laughs) sexual encounters. A lot of playful splashing. They're both naked. We get to see her boobs. It's fine. Um, This part is pretty dumb. Somehow, that, this but this is not yeah. this is not like an Olympic sized pool. Buddy. No, it's about the size of uh, my bedroom. Okay, <laughs> uh, somehow they managed to lose each other in the pool.
2: Yeah, okay. I don't with know with their how. eyes open.
1: I, yeah, and they're they're both in the water splashing yeah. around. Uh, all of a sudden, like Linda goes under the water and then Mike comes up and he's like. Linda, where'd you go? <laughs> and then he goes under the water, and then Linda comes up, and she's like, "Mike, where are you?" And then, of course, this is when our killer strikes. It was
2: the worst version of Marco Polo I have <laughs> ever seen. It doesn't
1: make it if it was a big pool, or maybe it had like a twisty in it, or like a you know you go around the corner mm-hmm. or something like that. No, it's just a big round pool. Yeah, it's not even that big. Uh, whatever, dude. Uh, that now, now is when we see our killer getting ready to strike. Now, right off the bat, we know who the killer is. Mm-hmm. It's Ed. It's Big Ed. Right, Ed Senior, <clears throat> and he's got his battle axe. Uh, this time, he just gets in the pool with these two. Again, they are completely oblivious. Oblivious, yeah. Uh, Linda pops up for air. Mike, where are you? And then Big Ed just grabs her and strangles her. <laughs> yeah. And ma- manages to drag her body out of the pool. Out of the pool. And yeah. out of the pool bubble. <laughs> Before he came Be- back up. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. So whoop-de-fucking-do. <laughs> yeah. He is moving fast.
2: <laughs> Must have like a magic suit or something. Either
1: that or Mike is completely oblivious to everything <laughs> all the time. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, Now Mike pops up and he's (laughs) like, Linda, where'd you go? I'm going to find you. And he's running around and the killer, Big Ed, has left him like a um, scavenger hunt of Linda's clothing items. Yeah, and took all of his. And his too. So he like leaves him some shoes and he puts his shoes on. He leaves him his underwear (laughs) and he's following this trail of clothes and Linda's undergarments also because he thinks he's going to get lucky. Back to the tool shed. Where uh, he's like, I'm coming to get you, and I've got an erection. And then the little shed door pops open, and there's Big Ed with that boat motor Mm
2: -hmm. that
1: was very prominently displayed earlier and pointed out by Mike. Mm -hmm. And he just basically rips the guts right out of Mike with the boat motor. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) From there, we're going to cut back to the main house, where we get a uh, pretty laissez-faire game night. Um More Monopoly, more beers, uh, Mm -hmm. some snacks. Uh, We're left at this point with uh, Ed Jr., his girlfriend Pam, and then we have Ralph and Sue. Uh, Ralph and Sue uh, uh, have had sex at least once before this movie. Mm -hmm. Pam, however, is uh, making it a point to remind everybody that she's still a virgin every 10 minutes or so. And to be fair, Ed Jr. is pretty insistent that Mm -hmm. some shit's going to go down. As it should. He brought you to a beach house. Right. right. You know.
2: When he you, didn't want to. Yeah.
1: You know, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you got the beach right there. It's very romantic. And uh, I don't see what the problem is, but whatever. Um, eventually, they get bored of all this. So they take them. All four of them go for a walk out on the le- on the beach, try to find Mike and Linda. Uh, they get out there. More grab ass ensues. And at some point, a security guard pops up. He's like, hey, what are you kids doing? And they're like, oh, that's, we're in that condo right there. My dad owns it. We're looking for our friends. Uh, they're probably out here fingering each other. So if you see them, you know, they're fine. Just let them finish their business and then send, them, send them home. He's like, okay, that's great. That security guard has to have the easiest job in the world, right? All he's going to be doing is catching teenagers fucking on the beach. If I'm him, I've got like a night vision camera and a website, because that's big money right there. I don't <laughs> yeah. Probably a prison sentence too. but
2: <laughs> With cameras on the inside of the house. You
1: know, uh, for a good four months, you're going to get paid. And then you're going to prison for a long time. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so he's like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll find him. And, yeah, if you don't find your battle axe by morning, uh, give me a call and I'll put in a report. So they're like, yeah, okay, all right, we're going to bed then. So they go back to the beach house. Immediately after the little security guard guy leaves, he gets accosted by Big Ed. Uh, gets, I believe, his head cut off in a pretty cool way because it like cuts – he gets like decapitated at the jaw, which is pretty yeah. neat. Uh, Big Ed, of course, drags his body back to the tool shed. And he's now starting like a body display of all of his trophy kills. So he's got Mike and Linda strung up on the on the wall, and then he ha- because he decapitated this security guard. He has to like uh, tack the head to the wall, and then hoist the body up underneath it. Mm-hmm. So you know he's getting he's Creative. very very DIY arts and yeah. crafty kind of a guy. Uh, okay, very cool. Uh, now we go back to the house. They decide they're going to wait up for Mike and Linda for them to finish and then come home uh, to kill the time. They're going to play a game called Blind Man's Bluff, buddy. Mm-hmm. Never heard of this before in my life, have you? Mm. It sounds like a card game. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, the way according to these knuckleheads, the rules for Blind he- Blind Man's Bluff are as follows. Uh one guy stays inside and or no, one guy goes outside and drinks a beer. Everybody else stays inside, turns off all the lights, and hides. The beer drinker then goes back inside and uh has to find the people that are hiding once he finds them he like sits down next to him or lays down next to him and then the other guys have to come and find them until they're all in the same spot does that sound right
2: okay yeah something something to that effect
1: yeah uh so that's very cool we got like this fun little cat and mouse game with these drunk tards but unfortunately big ed is now in the house and apparently he is not very skilled at blind man's bluff because no. he can't find shit. <laughs>
2: no.
1: He's uh, tiptoeing around and where the fuck is he? he's got his battle ax fucking get somebody and it's dark and oh, where the fuck are they? <laughs> There's nobody. I mean, they're all. I, but the worst part is they're all hiding in very stupid places. Yeah. Like you can see her hair coming out from behind the chair. She's clearly right there. Mm-hmm. All right. Whatever. Anyway, uh, eventually the last guy gets spotted and they're all hiding under the table and he's like. Okay, let's turn the lights on. And Big Ed is like, oh, shit, Got to get out of here. So he takes off, goes back to his tool shed. Everybody else is like, you know what? Fuck Mike and Linda. Uh, we're going to pair off and try to have sex with each other. Let's do that. So uh, Ralph and Sue go up to the bedroom and start getting frisky. Ed and Pam go uh, up to the bedroom where we get our third diatribe of the movie about how Pam really likes Mike and she wants to have sex with him. But just not now. Now is mm-hmm. not the right time, Mike, or Ed, sorry. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> That's probably what she was thinking. Don't make that mistake there, <laughs> Pam. You right. will be a virgin for a long time. Um, at some point, um, Sue decides that she is now worried about uh, Mike and Linda. So she dispatches Ralph to go find him. She's like, you know what, we got to lock this place up. There might be a prowler or something. The door was unlocked when we got here. He's like, well, okay, let me bang you first. And she's like, no, go lock up. And he's like, well, I can't because Mike and Linda are still out there. How are they going to get in the house? And she's like, ah, well, go find them and then lock the house. <laughs> Ooh, and then we get like a weird Benny Hill sequence right here. Yeah. where It's like a, as he's throwing his clothes on and then hauling ass out the door. Yeah, that
2: was really weird. It just sped up in weird music. Wildly out of place for yeah. a horror
1: film, but all right. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Uh, Ralph is horny. Fair enough. He's Mm -hmm. now out running hot laps up and down the beach. Mike, Linda! Mike, Linda, where are you? Eventually, he checks the tool shed where he finds the bodies, but then immediately gets stabbed in the neck with a pitchfork. Mm -hmm. And now, unfortunately, Ralph is out of the equation. Mm -hmm. Uh, Big Ed is now back at the house, and he's prowling around, getting ready to kill the rest of these turds. Uh Sue unfortunately hears him traipsing around and goes and wakes up uh Ed and Pam. Hey, come on, get up. What the hell's going on? Somebody in the house and it's not Mike or Linda and Ralph is out looking for him and it's not him either. So they get up and they start looking around. They go outside, and of course, that's when they decide to split up.
2: Yeah. That's, that's a great okay, idea. you
1: Linda, you go that way all by yourself. Pam, you come with me this way. So that's of course exactly what happens. Linda goes immediately right to the tool shed where she gets uh, knocked down, and then she receives a giant fish hook to the vagina.
2: Yeah, that was the best kill scene of that movie. I
1: would agree. Mm-hmm. It's gnarly. Mm-hmm. The f- hook goes into the vagina and then out through the pubic region. I immediately thought of Terrifier. I could see that, yeah. <laughs> I thought he was going to use her to catch a shark. <laughs> right. He was baiting his hook. Yeah, I'm sure he was baiting himself. Baiting himself <laughs> later on. <laughs> what a good day to be a fish hook. <laughs> uh, so that's pretty. That's actually a pretty cool kill because like, yeah. all of her intestines come out and stuff. Uh, she's now out of the equation. Uh, he's just on the point of finishing that up when uh, Ed Jr. and Sue come around the corner and catch him. So the point of splitting up, really, was for them to just basically walk three and a half minutes out and three and a half minutes back to go catch back up with Linda – yeah. It's fine. It's a plot device. She had to be alone for that to happen. Mm-hmm. So they spot Oh, God. Oh, what the hell? So now we get a big uh, chase cat and mouse sequence where Ed is chasing these two around. Um, make a long story short, he they, they go all around the house and back. And they basically trash the place trying to fight him off. Uh, at one point, they get down um, to the main floor. Uh, Ed Jr. is trying to like keep him away from Pam, but Ed stabs him with a with the battle axe because the battle axe is more. It's got like a pointed tip. Stabs yeah. him right in the thigh. Presumably he's severing one of his major arteries. <laughs> uh, then he like he's basically out of commission here for a minute. Uh, Sue manages to knock down and do a pretty good jo- job of bludgeoning uh, Big Ed. They then go get in the car to get Ed Jr. to the hospital, but they have to have a tender moment there before anything had, to, oh, you made it, that's my dad, oh, Ed, no, it's not your fault, no, he's my dad, and while they're there fucking around, you can see Big Ed is back up, and he's run. you know, prowling around the driveway area, um, he jumps on top of the car with a knife. They can't get the fucking car started. Yeah. Now, but they at, made a
2: point of that beginning, at maybe. the beginning of the movie.
1: They made sure to tell everybody that this is a janky-ass car. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm with you here. Uh, <laughs> Come on, start the car. It won't start. <laughs> Stop pressing the grass. You're She's flooding gonna it. I'm going to jump to you. I do I'm doing. Do you want to do it yourself, you fucking asshole? <laughs> i will get out and walk and leave you to bleed to death um eventually just as uh the car on so big ed is on top of the car and he's reached around and he's grabbed um this is funny yeah he's doing like a facepalm thing to uh ed jr and then that's when the car starts she punches the gas which throws big ed back to the like over the trunk of the car and then he's like, you know, clawing his way up. But then she throws it in reverse and basically pins him uh, to a wall, cutting him in half. But she just leaves the car there. So if you want to believe in miracles or whatever, it could be keeping him alive that he's still right. pinned to the wall. But you see his legs come out underneath the car. So that's when the cops show up. And now Ed is still alive. Well, half of him is still alive. He's like clawing his way back. Cops come up and they're like, move the car, move the car. So she does that. And then Ed falls, little Ed falls, or big Ed, I guess, falls down. Half Ed. Half Ed. <laughs> we got and exactly one and a half Ed's at this point. <laughs> yeah. The half Ed falls down. Cops are like, Jesus Christ. And then he like cuts the leg off of one of the cops. And with the battle axe. With the battle axe. Laughs, laughs at him and then dies. Yeah. And then we cut to, uh, the hospital sometime later where Ed Jr. is making his way down to see Pam and they basically survive and live happily ever after buddy. Mm-hmm. That is the mutilator my friend.
2: That part uh, when he's on top of the car she goes and presses that lighter waits oh, <laughs> like, yeah. like three seconds or whatever it was and yeah. then stabs his hand yeah. with
1: it. I was like
2: oh my gosh they actually did that. Sure
1: you have. <laughs> Normally they just pull it out. <laughs> yeah. You gotta sit there and wait for it. Yeah. That's something you know. people born before 1990 will never
2: would,
1: understand. We'll never know. Yeah. No. What is that thing? Will they put hot Rocks in the car? What is the point of that? That's scary. <laughs> yeah. Smoking cigarettes? Ugh. <laughs> it's not a bad show, Inmates. Mm-mm. It's uh, very 80s, very teen slashery. Um, the only problem I have with it is that you got to get to like the 45 minute mark before you get your first kill. Yeah. Um, up to that point, it's just a lot of teen. Yuck, yuck.
2: Terrible acting.
1: These are not actors. There's not a professional actor in this cast. These are all just people that were hanging around. Uh, That being said, I didn't think they did a bad job. I mean, definitely seen worse acting. Mm -hmm. Witch trap. Um, I say it's worth a watch. If you can make it past the 40-minute mark, then you're back in horror town. Up to that point, you're basically watching a John Cusack movie. Yeah. I don't know. I'd say it's not bad. I watched it on Shudder. I think it's also on Tubi. Uh, Check it out if you haven't seen it, inmates. Buddy, let's take us a little break here, shall we?
2: Oh, yeah. We'll track the price of your flight.
3: I was towing in my pack along the dusty winter muckaroo. With a long came a semi with a high and canvas-covered load. If you're gonna win a back with me, you can ride. So I climbed into the cab, and then I settled down inside. He asked me if I'd seen a road with so much dust and sand, and I said, listen, I've traveled every road in this here life. Mates. If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation.
0: Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts.
3: Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show.
1: And we are back, buddy. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, this is apropos of nothing, but since I'm on the topic, I'm going to go ahead and bring it up. I ate uh, at a place called Surfing Chicken today. Hmm. Now, it wasn't by choice. I was buying my kids birthday presents. Okay. And it was at the Walmart. And they have a Surfing oh, Chicken. Oh, that's
2: right. I've seen that, but I haven't eaten there yet.
1: Don't. Don't do it. In fact, if you're at Walmart and you're hungry, just go. Just go somewhere else. <laughs>
2: just just go down the food aisle and just, grab a, chips.
1: And no, <laughs> just leave the Walmart and oh. <laughs> go to a different establishment. Or go home and I, make yourself something. I
2: usually go to the uh, Wingstop.
1: I like a Wingstop. Yeah, I like a Wingstop. Right I like a Raising Canes. We now have a, a Slim Chickens, which is really hmm. good. Okay, it's just down the street. You love it. They got like forty-two different kinds of sauces. Oh wow! Do not eat at the uh, Surf and Chicken. Why? Wow. Because I think I'm going to shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so what do they have there anyway? It's basically The Surf and Chicken. I think of all right. I have a fish and chicken sandwich.
1: Uh, no, no fish. Oh. It's only chicken. Okay. Um, it's basically a Chick Fil A knockoff. Oh. It's just different kinds of chicken sandwiches hmm. and chicken nuggets, chicken strips. Okay, but it's, I don't. I thought I felt like I was starving all of a sudden. You know what I mean? Uh huh. And I was inside the Walmart. I'm waiting on my goddamn kids to pick out their bicycles. I bought them both bicycles for for their birthdays. Mm-hmm. Of course, they got to take every single one there on a test drive.
2: Well, why not? I mean, why not? (laughs) Yeah. we
1: We got 14 hours to kill. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Uh, Suddenly, I'm like, if I don't eat something, I'm going to starve to death. (laughs) So, we ran to the uh, surfing chickens, and now I probably have E. coli. Oh, wow. So, that's kind of like beach month here in the padded room. (laughs) (laughs) Surfing chicken. That's right. That's my segue into... uh, the rest of the show. <laughs> yeah. Don't eat at the. Don't eat at any place inside of a Walmart for Christ's sakes. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> uh, Weird. All right, are you ready to get into three on a meat hook, my yeah, friend? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it.
3: Three
2: on a meat hook.
1: This week's meat hook. Top three horror movie weapons, buddy. Mm, Yeah. This is a tough one. What's your number three, dude? Number three,
2: the power drill guitar from Slumber Party (laughs) Massacre.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. That's a good one. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense at all. Why would you have a power drill mounted onto a guitar? (laughs) But it's not not like he duct taped a power drill to a guitar. It's It's like like it's built built into (laughs) the guitar. Somebody went to Guitar Center and said, look, man. I've got a, a, a gig uh, mounting some drywall, it, but I got a rock. I need yeah, right. to rock. And they said, we got just the thing for you. I got
2: you covered. God damn it. <laughs>
1: and that dude needed to rock, too. Mm. Right on. That's a ridiculous thing, but that's fine. Uh, my number three is possibly even more ridiculous. Have you ever seen the remake to uh, The House on Sorority Row-, Row? I don't think so. I think it came out in 2000. 2001, maybe.
2: If I do, I don't remember it too well. Uh,
1: so what we have here is, uh, so if you've seen the original, all the co-eds were beaten to death with this cool like, walking stick right. thing. Uh, in this one, they've taken a lug wrench and modified it to where it's got like a blade on one side oh. and like a weird shovel thing on another. Huh. You can't change a tire with this fucking thing. Right. It's impossible. And you, will never, heavy. you will never find this item anywhere. <laughs> right. But somehow they pop one out of the, the trunk mm-hmm. and it's got like a weird like uh, corkscrew thing on the other side. Wow. But it's basically a lug wrench <laughs> other than that.
2: Sounds like a giant uh, with a Swiss knife.
1: <laughs> uh, Swiss Army knife, kind of, <laughs> yeah. but with only four things to use. <laughs> yeah. And they're all extremely dangerous. Huh. It's cool because... Because, of course, you know... Various co-eds get killed in various different ways using the different sides of this lug wrench, yeah. and it can be thrown like a oh, Chinese throwing stone. Wow! So <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of silly, but that's really the only memorable part of that movie, that right? I and there was one really hot Asian in it too oh. that I that I remember. Mm-hmm. So that would be my number three: the weirdo lug wrench from Sorority Row. <laughs> All right. How about number two, there, buddy?
2: Number two: the reverse bear trap from Saw. Nice. Yeah.
1: Nice. Um. Yeah, I would not want to experience that, nor would I want to be near somebody that's about to experience oh, that. Oh, man. You're going to get some schmutz on you yeah. if that thing goes like off. Like a bear
2: trap? Yeah, yeah, it's going to hurt like sure. crazy. But yeah. But that reverse bear trap? No good. Oh, no, no. no
1: see, <laughs> wired to your jaw. Yeah. Ready? Uh-uh. Nasty. <laughs> Tur- turn you into a Pez dispenser, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I kept mine fairly silly. Uh, mine number two is going to be the jagged Halloween sucker from Trick or Treat. Oh, okay. Now, you yeah. could do some damage with one. Of those, <laughs> right. Man. Yeah. Apparently, you really <laughs> jack up Brian Cox with one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 ah, it's, it's silly. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. It can't sharpen one of those into an edge. And even if you did, it would just break off. But if you're Sam and you have the power of Halloween behind you. You can go on a full-on killing spree with some candy mm-hmm. and a can-do attitude, I guess. Yeah, there you have it, man. That's my number two. How about number one?
2: Number one, I go with the chainsaw. And the reason why I say chainsaw is because there's various ways you can use a chainsaw, like a regular saw. You could do a circle saw, uh-huh. and then you could do the handsaw from Evil Dead.
1: Sure. So <laughs> I basically went with the exact same thing for the exact same reason. Chainsaw. Very versatile item. (laughs) Now, logically, you cannot kill somebody with a chainsaw. You Mm. can piss them off pretty good. (laughs)
2: Yeah, Yeah, you hear them coming. Yeah, (laughs) yeah,
1: definitely not sneaking up on (laughs) anybody. No. But uh, most saws made these days have a a flywheel attached to them so where if it hits anything, the chain will immediately stop. Right. And then at that point, all you have is a very loud, obnoxious paperweight, Mm -hmm. which is fine. But for the purposes of horror movies, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right? Various other movies, Evil Dead movies, um, blood. Uh, what was that? Bloody. There's, there's like a. Cheap-ass Friday the 13th knockoff franchise. I think it was called Bloody Murder or something like that. A mm-hmm. uh, guy with a, a hockey mask and a chainsaw running around a su- summer camp. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen it. We've seen many people get killed with a chainsaw over the years. Mm-hmm. I don't. It never gets old no. to me. No. I would love to do that. I mean, I'm not going to kill anybody with one, but I would love to pretend to kill somebody with one <laughs> right. at some point. Uh, for that reason, I go chainsaw also just for the volume – of lore behind the chainsaw. Really?
2: The blood splatter. Does anybody
1: buy a chainsaw for the purposes of cutting down a tree anymore? (laughs) Right. I don't think so. I think it's just to scare the neighbors. Scare the neighbors, yep. Exactly right. (laughs) I've got uh, Jason and Sarah's meat hook here. Let's start with uh, Sarah's. Number three, she went reverse bear trap from Saw. Very similar. Uh, Number two, ghost faces hunting knife from Scream. I'm into that. Hmm. And that is a... Oddly large hunting knife. Yeah, you know, and it's always very cr- clean and chromed out. Mm-hmm. He takes very good care of. Yeah, that he does. Thing. it's nice. Uh, and number one, silver shamrock masks from Halloween three. Oh yeah, I'm into that. Uh, here comes Jason's number three strap-on dildo knife gu- guillotine. Oh yeah, from seven. Mm-hmm. Now. <laughs> I'm not a squeamish guy.
2: <laughs> but that'll, that'll make you pucker. I'll tell you what.
1: If you're thinking about meeting me in a dark alley to take my wallet, but leave the gun at home. You know, yeah. pull, pull out your hard-on with that thing attached to it. Oh, man. I'll give you the keys to the car. I'll, I, I will throw my wife at you to get away. You know what I mean? I will present my firstborn son. Take him. He's yours. Just, just don't touch me. Yeah, get that away. Uh, number two, uh, Drill Guitar from Slumber Pottery Massacre 2. Nice. Completely retarded, but that thing is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Number one, Spear Gun from Friday the 13th, Part 3, 3D. Simple, but it's my absolute favorite weapon and kill from my favorite Friday the thirteenth movie. Nice. Right on. <clears throat> Thanks, guys, for your uh three on a meat hook. We would like to know what your top three uh horror movie weapons are. Get us let us know by next week if you can, inmates. Again, paddedroompodcast.com. Just hit the contact link. Or a mental health hotline, area code 775 387 275. In the meantime, buddy, it is time for the Terradome.
2: Yeah. No tears, please. (laughs) It's a waste of good suffering. I'm not
3: gonna hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains in. I'm gonna bash them right the fuck in. I'll kill you all! Ha! Try to be crazy, and I'll kill you all! I'll be the greatest ever! I have the dream come true! A six-year-old child with this blind, pale, emotional face.
0: the blackest eyes. The devil's eyes.
3: Welcome to the Terradome.
1: First, last week's winner. Singles competition, we had Horace Pinker from Shocker versus Emmerich Belasco from Legend of Hell House. The ruins of Belasco House smoldered on the hillside. The restless ghosts attempted to trap Pinker in the mansion, but hadn't considered the electrical grid that kept the place powered. Blowing the Transformers was easy. Watching the place burn to the ground was a rare treat for Horace. With a vote of 8-1, to one, Horace Pinker advances over Emmerich Belasco. Have you ever seen The Legend of Hell House, buddy? Oh, yeah. It's a bit romantic. It's a, the, the horror is a bit understated. Yeah. Uh, it's horny. It's a horny movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm more intimidated. I like The uh, Legend of Hell House better than Shocker. But if I had to, like, fight one of those two off in an alley... I'll take Pelasco.
2: Yeah, you have or a chance. He's just
1: fucking mean, man.
2: Oh yeah. Not only
1: is he going to stab you to death, he's going to insult your mother while he's doing mm-hmm. it. What a jerk! All right, let's get let's look at this week's matchup, shall we? Mm-hmm. Singles competition, Asylum Conference, round seven. As usual, inmates, bear with me. I am not a writer. Aaron recalled vaguely the news of the day. Something about a big music star burning to death in a hotel fire. Drugs and alcohol were to blame. Now it was all too real. Rock star Sammy Kerr, dead at age 41. What the headlines didn't tell was what came before the flames. The demonic pact, the sacrifice, and the final album. Songs in the key of death. Aaron himself was the unfortunate soul to find the vinyl, and possibly the only one to hear the record in its entirety. That was how Sammy came back. What Sammy didn't know was Aaron's condition. Aaron was a dead man himself. The residents of Midian had seen to that. But what dies in Midian doesn't stay in Midian. Aaron was Nightbreed now, and Midian was still where the monsters lived. Singles competition, we have Sammy Kerr versus Aaron Boone. Mm. Uh, Trick or treat versus Nightbreed. What do you think of this one there, buddy? Go with Sammy. Um... I think i'm gonna take boone on this one uh, i like both of those dudes mm-hmm. in those movies sammy is just way too theatrical and i feel like there's a if he's actually like he, there's a good chance he's gonna break out into song you know <laughs> which is great for the prom or the, the halloween dance mm-hmm. really zap the shit out of some kids but start singing in midian you're gonna get ripped a new sh- asshole there sammy i don't know let's see what the inmates say uh That's your uh, TerraDome matchup for the weekend, mates. It's Sammy Kerr versus Aaron Boone. I feel like my two neighbors are going (laughs) to fight. Sammy's going to beat up Aaron? No. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. Let me get tickets. Oh, shit. Uh, Somebody better call Aaron's wife. Uh, That being said, while you're contemplating that match, inmates, we're going to tell you what movies we got to watch this week in a little segment called What Are You Looking At? What are you looking at? I did it again, man. Hmm. I uh, I had a guilty confession to make last week. Have you seen a movie called *Skinamarink*? Hmm. Okay. Well, I watched it. I hated it. Uh, it came out on Blu-ray, so you I bought s- it. I bought it. It's sitting right there. Hmm. And I thought to myself, you know what? Maybe there's something I missed. So. Let me let me do a deep dive. Let me get into the, uh, the the nuts and bolts. Let me watch the special features. So I watched it with all that stuff, and um, I still don't feel like I like it anymore. Oh yeah, that it's bad. it's uh, it's not a movie, man. Is the problem? It's lo- it's more like a uh, loose connection of. Scenes that are supposed to be tied together. The, the, okay. Now, do you want to watch it or not? If, you yeah. do, if you're if you not going to watch it, then I won't say anything. Probably not. Okay. The premise of the movie is that uh, two, a, young, a, a little boy and his old, slightly older sister wake up in the middle of the night to find their parents gone. Okay. And all the doors and windows to the house are also gone. So they're trapped inside their own house. Hmm. And it's basically... Them trying to figure out what the fuck is going on while trying to remain calm. Here's the problem. All of the camera angles are like, uh, here is some carpet. Here is a door handle. And you can hear the kids in the background. Hey, where's mom? Where's dad? Here's uh, a nice shot of a ceiling corner. Mom, are you in here? Dad? Dad? (laughs) <laughs> what I mean, it's I what okay. So what the director was going for was trying to hmm. recreate um, childhood trauma, basically. Right. You know, remember when you would wake up in the middle of the night, the whole house would be dark, right? Silent, and you're not that scared. But then, like the more you look around, the shadows kind of look like they're moving. Mm-hmm. And you're, oh, freak yourself out, right? Right. That's what he's going for. Um, trying to carve an hour and a half out of that what mm. what you get is a whole lot of nothing man yeah and uh that's that it's 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 the same it's the same cuz it's streaming on shutter so that's where i watched it first and mm-hmm. i was like i did a lot of squinting cuz it's all shot in super 8 so like all the scenes are super fuzzy oh okay so i'm like you know i thought i saw something so you kind of get that vibe of like it's really dark your eyes are adjusting right. and it kind of looks like there's something going on there but you might just be making it up or you hmm. might think you see something in certain scenes but at the end there's never any explanation given at all so i don't I know, know. <laughs> i don't know what to tell you man all right yeah there you have it so hmm. i watched it again skinamarink from 2023 um it it's it's if you can watch it under the right circumstances by yourself in the dark no distractions it, it does take on a creepy vibe, but that goes away within about 15 minutes. And then what you're left with after that is just a whole lot of squinting. And is that a – what is that, a spoon? Did I see a spoon? I thought I saw a spoon. No, that wasn't a spoon. Well, somebody moved right there, I think. I don't know.
2: Oh, OK. And then
1: that's what you're dealing with, <laughs> man. It's, it's, if, if your curiosity <laughs> is pinked, peaked – or pink. Pinked. pinked or pinked. If it's pinked you should probably have it looked at. <laughs> Check it out, it's on shutter. I'm gonna tell you to avoid it inmates. I can't I, I still can't make left or right out of it. Hmm. Did you get to look at anything, amigo?
2: Nope, not a thing.
1: Alrighty then. How about some immersion therapy?
2: Yeah.
3: Immersion Therapy
1: Now, buddy, I've had some lackluster periods of my life. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've had some dry spells with the ladies. (laughs) I've had some uh, periods between employment where I found myself literally fucking off in a disgusting apartment. Uh, I've never been so bored or depressed that I thought to myself... Let me swallow that thumbtack and see how long it takes me to shit it out. Yeah, and then clean it off. (laughs) Clean it off and, like, keep it as a trophy. Yeah, ta-da! Oh, the thumbtack was rough. Let me try a double-A battery. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, that was interesting. All right, what else we got around here? (laughs) Yeah. Dirt. Oh, okay. (laughs) Let's just have a handful of dirt. (laughs) That's a weird fucking movie, man. It's, it's a we're... thing
2: too. Is
1: it really? Yeah, there's oh. that
2: that whatever it's called. You know, it's got a funky name for yeah. people to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they do say it is like if you have an iron deficiency, you eat like weird things like that, like paper and and like coin like coins. You know, like you yeah, know, change.
1: I don't have that problem myself. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, we're talking about swallow from 2019 inmates. Yeah. Now, okay, you got some You're some kind of a weirdo. Yeah. I get that. But the, pro- the part that I don't get is that you're li- you're basically living a dream life. You know, you married the rich dude.
2: He seemed a bit of an ass. He is,
1: but he wasn't there 99% of the time. Right. So, fine, be an ass for 15 minutes, and then I'll go back to my PlayStation 5 <laughs> and probably fucking the uh, gardener, was it, or the maintenance man or whatever, the guy that kept coming around. Uh, whatever. I I will find ways to, uh, to keep myself occupied without eating weird shit and picking it out of my poo-poo.
2: While you're pregnant.
1: That, that too. (laughs) That too, (laughs) man. Ugh, whatever. And she wasn't that hot, I didn't think. No. Um, it's interesting. I don't know that I would call that a horror movie, buddy.
2: Yeah, I felt like I was watching a reality show.
1: Yeah, or just some fucking, um, avant-garde, abstract peace yeah a woman's struggle with her identity or Mm, some highfalutin thing that i don't understand Mm -hmm. it's interesting if you got nothing to do and you want to watch a semi-attractive blonde finger through her poop (laughs) (laughs) swallow may be the movie for you yeah
2: well the funny thing is the first time that she swallowed is that marble yeah i didn't even know she swallowed the marble i was like why is she acting all weird about eating her ice yeah And I didn't get it. And then next thing I know, she's like, you know, rinsing out her poop and it's a marble in there. Like, what the hell?
1: (laughs) why, though? (laughs) Yeah. All right. All right. Whatever. To
2: each his own. (laughs) Whatever you say, (laughs) sweetie. Yeah.
1: (laughs) What do you got for us this week there, buddy?
2: All right. This week, let's check out 2020's The Special. This is about a husband suspecting his wife of infidelity. Jerry follows his friend down a dark rabbit hole into a horror landscape of addiction. You will find this gem on Freebie, Peacock, Prime Video, and more.
1: Uh, we just got done making fun of Swallow, <laughs> and now you come in here with the special. <laughs> yeah, who's the real asshole here? <laughs> right on, inmates. Check that shit out. We'll do the same and compare. Now it's next week. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, you must now educate me.
2: All right.
3: Educating Miss Monica.
1: First, my clues from last week. There were nine of us to start with. We grew up together in this orphanage. Unfortunately, one of us didn't make it out. Uh, The remaining eight stayed friends into adulthood. Most of us are doing okay, Uh, you know, despite past traumas. But now they're going to tear the place down. So we thought we'd make one last pilgrimage to say our goodbye to our fateful number nine. All of a sudden, we don't remember how to get out of here. And all the doors and windows we find are locked. Oh shit, we may have made a mistake and there may be more to number nine that we thought of. I am, of course, Crazy Eights, buddy. Have you ever seen that one? Uh -uh. Tracy Lawrence, Frank Whaley, a couple of other people that I don't... Uh, really recall. It's one of the second run of the eight films to die for.
2: Oh, okay. Probably
1: the best the best one out of that, that second year, I think. Huh. Not a bad show. Uh, worth checking out if you're right. interested. Who might I be this, this week, you ask? Buddy, I'm what you call a low-level scumbag in a small town. Uh, I own the, the local diner, which is great, but I'm also nailing the local drug dealer's girlfriend, who is super hot. Um, naturally, that guy is going to have a problem with that if he ever finds out. So I'm a little nervous about that. And he is now shaking me down for money. There's a very eccentric family that lives outside of town with some curious abnormalities. And uh, he's expecting me to go rob them. They're very rich. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to get myself out of this uh, predicament. Hmm. So tune in next week and I will fill you in. And I will give you a heads up, (laughs) if that makes any sense. I don't know. That was stupid. (laughs) That was pretty stupid. (laughs) Tune in next week, inmates, and I'll drop some knowledge on you. In the meantime, I think that's about going to do it for us this week. Uh, Thank you very much for joining us, as usual. Like, comment, subscribe, wherever you found this show. That helps our visibility quite a bit. We do have a Patreon campaign running if you're interested. Just go to paddedroompodcast.com. You'll find everything you need to know about us there as well as some interesting Photoshop jobs of me in various <laughs> pornographic um, male and female and possibly non-binary situations. <laughs> you never know what kind of mood Tony's going to be in You're right? and what he's going to do with me. <laughs> he puts a lot of effort into, into the things he does, yeah. and I appreciate the, the hell out of that, Tony. I love you for it. <laughs> Uh, In the meantime, I think that's about it for us. Buddy, you got anything else? No, all good. Join us next week for Devil's Pass. Starting uh, Bizarro Time Loop Month, courtesy of Buddy here in the padded room. You're turning uh, 32 this next month. (laughs) Yeah, sounds good. 32 (laughs) we're going to go with. That's what we'll go with. (laughs) Ripe old 32. (laughs) Uh, Buddy has chosen Time Loop movies for next month, inmates. So prepare for that. We're going to kick it off with Devil's Pass. In the meantime, for... Buddy, Jason and Absentia, Time Loop movies, kids that are left home alone without any doors or windows, and whatever weird angles you want to approach that from, eccentric families that live outside of town, uh, beachfront property, and the fucking nut jobs that own it, and the Padded Room Podcast, I'm afraid visiting hours are over.
2: Bye, and have a great week.
1: My heels and dance as the heat